Spazzin' Out, America's podcast, recorded live from Boston, broadcasting around the world, covering everything America is talking about and beyond. Take your seats and enjoy the show. Now, here's your host, Anthony Parziali. mutants understand how the debt ceiling works. I don't think they understand it. I don't think liberal mutants understand in general how debt works. I don't. I'm convinced that people can't wrap their head around a simple concept that you will never out-earn a bad spending habit. You'll never out-earn it. You'll never do it. You'll never, ever, ever out-earn a bad spending habit. Now, listen, I have a bad connection in my basement, so I'm going to try to start my Instagram feed over again. Of course, there's always a problem. Anytime I do my podcast, there's a problem. I've never not had a problem with my podcast. The technology that I have down, I'm doing it. it, For those of you that listen to Spazzing Out, America's podcast, and you're listening on an app or something like that, most people are listening on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or Pandora. That's how most people are listening. Not many people checking in on on the live feed. I don't really care. Yesterday's podcast had just about 4,000 downloads on Apple Podcasts, so that's where people are listening. i got to try to reset my Instagram feed because, for some reason, it's not working. So I'm going to reset it. We're going to set this back up. We're going to give it a try again. I try to record it on two platforms, so in case one messes up, I have the other one to go to to get the audio from. So I'm going to restart this, and we'll see if that works. If not, oh well, we'll bounce from Instagram. And, well, uh, no, that's not going to work. Instagram ain't going to happen today. We're out. I'm out. I'm, b- I'm bouncing immediately on Instagram. Let me dump the Instagram feed, and let me just stick with you guys and move this out of the way, and we'll just, we'll kill it right here. So, no Instagram. Me and you and two other people on Facebook, and we'll talk about the debt ceiling. Because I don't think people understand what the debt ceiling is. I, I don't think people get it. I, I honestly don't think people understand what debt is and how it works. So I'm going to break it down for the morons out there so that you can understand how debt works and how the debt ceiling works and, and all that. Now, before we get to that, hold on for a second. I have to move. Let's move this. Ah, this is riveting. Hold on. Put this there. Get that a little bit more in front of me. All right. I have to... Uh, before I before I get to the debt ceiling, I have to. I must talk about Ron DeSantis and what he's doing. Finally, yesterday we spent the podcast talking about the border and problems down on the border. And we talked about these comments made by Joe Biden. Joe Biden, a few years ago, well, more than a few years ago, in 2000, uh, 2007, made these comments about the border. Ladies and gentlemen, no great country can say it is secure without being able to control its borders. All right, I'm just going to leave it at there. Joe Biden, back in the day, saying that no country can be good, no country can be safe without protecting the borders. He's not protecting the border. He has a catch and release program going on down there where the Border Patrol people, they catch the illegal immigrants, and then they're in the United States and they're not going anywhere. I don't want to go down the whole road uh, uh, in the big discussion that I had yesterday about the border. If you want to learn how I feel about the border, I know you know how I feel. Check out yesterday's podcast. But I thought it was interesting that finally, 
Someone has the nutsack to sue Biden. Ron DeSantis and the state of Florida is going to sue Joe Biden. Here is Ron DeSantis. The state of Florida is suing the Biden administration over its unlawful and destructive passion release policy. He's suing him over the fact that Biden is letting people into the United States without being verified, without being tested for COVID, without being checked if they're verified should cover it all, without being checked if they're criminals, rapists, rapists, whatever, criminals, same shit. He wants to make sure none of that happens, and he doesn't want them in Florida. He's the only one with the nutsack. Here's more. I'm signing an executive order to prohibit state agencies that report, or excuse me, to prohibit state agencies that report to me from aiding or abetting in any way what the federal government uh, is doing right now. Uh, We're not going to be a party uh, to this lawlessness. We haven't, to to, to my knowledge, uh, but we're letting the marker down know that this is an absolute red line. We're not going to do it. Uh, And the order prohibits our agencies from providing assistance uh, to the feds or any other entity uh, for the transportation uh, of folks uh, who are here illegally into Florida from the southwest border. It also directs Florida Department of Children and Families determine whether Florida should continue to grant licenses for facilities that house unaccompanied uh, alien uh, minors brought into the state from the southwest border. Granting licenses to house uh, illegal alien children who do not reside in Florida takes resources away for child welfare uh, from children who do reside here. This is a problem we have to address and we have to put Florida children first. Exactly. I couldn't have said it better. First off, I love the fact that DeSantis is going to sue Biden for the policy because it's crap. He's not protecting America. Secondly, I don't know that his... Um, his uh, so he, he signed an executive order. If the Biden administration challenges it, he's going to be screwed because I don't think he can tell the federal government no on helping them. I think they can federalize the, their authorities. I'm not exactly sure. But I love that he says, we're not helping. We are not going to help you move illegal immigrants from the border to our state because when we take them to our state, they do exactly what I, Anthony Paziali, have been saying illegal immigrants do. When they come to our state, minors, adults, the old, the young, all of them, they steal resources that are meant for that state's citizens. They steal resources that are meant for United States citizens. And they come over with their elderly, and the elderly take nursing home spots and hospital beds. And they come over with uh, kids that are school age, that are um, adolescents, teenagers, childs, childs, children, and they're taking away schooling, and they're taking away subsidies that would go to help American kids, kids that live in Florida. So Ron DeSantis, finally, someone with a nutsack to challenge the Biden administration to challenge King Joe and tell him, we don't want your fucking people. What you have. Yeah, they are his people. Joe wants his people. I can picture Joe Biden right now when he heard the news. This is his. We have exclusive audio of Joe Biden. What? You don't like to make toys. Herbie doesn't like to make toys. Now, listen, you. You're an elf. And elves make toys. What? You don't want to help ice out? What? You're not going to take illegal immigrants in your state? What? You won't do what King Joe says? What? <laughs> now listen here. What? Absolute bomb. The Biden administration will be suing Florida back for that executive order guarantee. All right.
We talked about that shit yesterday. Today, I need to educate America. I, I Sometimes I feel like I am the dad of America. I feel like I am Father America sometimes. I feel like I have to explain everything to the American people. When it's simple, it's it's really, it's, it's, it's common sense. And debt is common sense. I'm someone who is vastly familiar with debt and how it affects a business and how it affects your home life. I've been in massive debt. As, as a matter of fact, I, I am in massive debt with my company. And I strive and I work my ass off every day to pay off. Someday, when I pay off all the debts that I owe, I'll explain to you guys how I did it and how much money. It, it, trust me. When I tell you that I am a reverse millionaire, legit, at some point in the past two years, I was in debt over a million dollars. Over a fucking million I was in debt in the past two years. And now I'm somewhere around $200,000 in debt. Pay that shit off. And I'll tell you how I did it, and I'll tell you how I got it done. And I guess maybe the biggest story is, is how did I get myself in a situation to where I could even be in that kind of debt? How does someone get that kind of money? Well, I'll tell you how that works, plain and simple. You give an idiot that grew up poor and had no idea and his parents didn't talk to him about money. You give, you give that person a business that makes a lot of money. And, uh, you know, the P&S and the tax filing show how much revenue you bring in a year. You'll get all, the bank will loan you anything. They'll give you all the fucking money. And then you fucked because you didn't know what you were doing. But anyways, that's a story for another day because I'm better for it. I'm stronger for it. Now I understand debt a, a lot better. I should have understood it before because it's basic. It's pretty simple. I mean, I, I, it's, it's, here, let me, let me, let me tie debt to you in, in, a, in a nutshell. If you have more debt than you have revenue... Meaning, if, if you are paying out more in interest and more in payments to your debt than you are making in profit, you are insolvent. You are running at a deficit. And trust me, no company, no country, no person can outlast that. Nobody can out-earn bad spending habits. What I mean by this is, let's say you have a business that does 20% profit. Okay, you make 20% in profit, but you have 25% debt that you're paying out. Well, you're you're negative 5%. Do you get that? You're not making a dime. You're losing 5% every month just to pay your fucking debt off. And how do you get rid of debt? Well, simple. You fucking cut costs at your company. You cut debt. debt you, you consolidate. You try to refinance it to lower interest rates. Interest rates are huge. Try to get those fucking down as low as you possibly can and pay off debt as fast as you possibly can. Overpay on principal payments. Pay that shit down and pay it down as fast as you can. And then when you get there, don't spend more than you make. But this is an American family issue. This is not just a government problem. This is a this is a fucking epidemic that's killing marriages, killing kids, killing people's dreams is debt. Debt will crush you. And it all stems from people that they don't understand that you will never ever ever out earn a bad spending habit. If you have bad spending habits, you will have debt. Why? Because people who make $50,000 a year spend $75,000 a year. They burn out and they get credit cards and they get payments that they can't afford and they max the shit out of them. 
and then they go and get a higher credit card for, I don't know, 30 grand. They pay off the 25 grand with that, but then they still have $5,000 uh, left in credit and they spend it. Why? Because people want shit that they don't need. People buy shit they don't need. I don't buy shit that I don't need, bro. I wear the same fucking t-shirt every single day. Same pair of shorts every single day. I've bought in like two pairs of sandals in the past fucking ten years. I am not fucking frivolous with my loot. I make sure I pay my bills. I make sure I pay on time. All that shit adds up because if you don't, you have debt. You have let, uh, Your debt, it, it compounds. When you're late on a credit card payment, that you have like a two point something percent or a six something percent. The second you go late, man, that thing will skyrocket to 20% and you'll be fucked. But that's just on a personal level. If the government ran, if the government ran the way people run their homes, smart people, we'd be in a better situation. But let's hear from Nancy Pelosi real quick. Nothing. A good tale you lose. Oh, no, that's, that's not Nancy. That's me later. We spent a good deal of time in our caucus, though, talking about lifting the debt ceiling and how when the Republicans refuse to cooperate on this, uh, they are jeopardizing the full faith and credit of the United States of America, which is guaranteed in the Constitution. All right, so Nancy Pelosi does make a good point. In the 14th Amendment of the Constitution basically says the United States is going to pay their debts. They're, they're the full confidence, the full weight of, of America will, will, will be there. We're, we're good for our money. That's basically what it is. We're good for it. There's a problem here, though. She's going to continue, and I'm going to get to the issue. We've already seen a notice of a letter from the Secretary of the Treasury that it's just a matter of weeks before we run out of uh, extraordinary measures to protect us uh, from that assault. But just a discussion of it. A number of years ago, when the Republicans were refusing to lift the debt ceiling when President Obama was president, just the discussion of it lowered our credit rating. So we have a, a number of things on the... Lift the debt ceiling, keep government open. Wait, I have to stop that for a second. I just want to point something out. So Nancy's talking about the fact that they got the letter from the Secretary of uh, Treasurer that basically we're not going to be able to pay our debts. If we don't raise the debt ceiling, our past debts that we've incurred, we can't make our interest payment. Not pay them off. We can't pay our fucking interest payment. That's ridiculous. And our interest payments get higher and higher every year because we continue to add debt. The United States of America continues to spend more money than they have. We have X amount of money. The United States brings in 20 grand. We bring in a lot more than that. But we bring in 20 grand. We spend 40. And then the following year we say, hey, we need 50,000 because we got to pay debt on the 40 that we had. And now we have 50,000. And then the next year we say we need 60,000. And then we're going to pay debt on the 50. It's insane. But I just want to point something out. Notice what she said. Because this is a fact. Nancy doesn't give a flying fuck about raising the debt ceiling. She doesn't care. Raising the debt ceiling keeps the government open. It funds the government, right? If, if the, so basically they're trying to set the budget for next year. They want to make sure that, they, that they're getting paid. They want to make sure there's money in the bank so Nancy can get paid. But also, Nancy doesn't want her stocks to crash. Because if the um, if our credit score as a country say we don't make our credit say we don't make our interest payments, well our credit as a country goes down. It affects everybody's credit, yours, mine, anybody. But Nancy doesn't give really give a fuck. Nancy's got hundreds of millions of dollars in the stock market, and if we don't pay our bills, 
the stock market will tank. So we have to pay them. There's no doubt that, they're, that, we're, that we're, the ceiling is going to get raised. It's a problem, and I'm going to explain why, but it's happening. It will get raised. But this is what needs to happen. They should agree to raise the ceiling. One last time. Raise the ceiling. And then from this point on, no more spending over the limit of what we make. Now, the United States of America only makes money one fucking way, bro. Taxing you. The revenue comes from you. So they're going to raise taxes. They're going to. I mean, they're already working on that. But they have to spend less. And I'm going to give you a couple of ideas as to how the United States of America could fucking spend less money and pay off debt. First off, why don't we stop with stop? Why don't we stop sending money to foreign countries? I'll bet you that would save us a trillion dollars a year. Enough. No more sending money to England. I'm sure we give. I, I listen. I don't know if we give money to England, but I bet you we do. So no money to England. No money to the Middle East. No money to Italy. I don't. I fucking care who you are. No money to Venezuela, Brazil, China, fucking Russia. Whoever's taking loot from us. We're not paying them anymore. Let's bring it home. Let me make this example for you at home. Your dad. You're sitting at the table. You're talking to your wife. And you say, wow, we have a ton of debt. We have a, a car payment. That's debt. We have a mortgage. That's debt. We have a credit card bill. Well, that's debt. I mean, we, that, those are debts that we're paying. We have, um, you know, who, I'm sure there's other debts out there. You know, Student loan. We got debt. And then we got our normal bills, electric bill, gas bill, light bill, food bill, the groceries, the food and groceries, same fucking thing, I know. Phone, you're paying debt on your phone. Everybody's phone bill has an extra $30 per phone on it because you had to have the brand new fucking iPhone right when it came out. So you're paying debt. And you sit there and you say, you're looking at your budget and you're like, hey, you know, we, we make a hundred grand between the two of us. After taxes, we bring in a hundred thousand dollars, but we're putting out a hundred and twenty a year. We gotta cut the budget. We have to cut the budget, and we need to pay more towards the debt that we have to get rid of this fucking debt, and then no more debt. Unless you know, there are some essential debts. I mean, I'm not saying you can't have mortgage debt. We don't have much of a mortgage. My I have like thirty thousand dollars left in my mortgage, something like that. Maybe it's a little bit less than that. Kaylee worked her ass off, put a huge down payment. On the property. She's the fucking best man. I, honestly. Luck, smart girl. So at home. You look at your budget. And you cut things. And they, the, and these are the things that you cut. You sit here and you say. I'll, I'll use me for an example. I, look, I like five hour energies. But those things are fucking three dollars. I used to do two a day. Six dollar a day. Six bucks a day. Six dollars a day. You do the math times 30. What is that? Someone else does something. You do the math, dude. I don't know. the fuck. What's, if, if for every 10 days, it's, it's like 200, 300 bucks. I don't know. My math isn't that great. I can't do it off the top of my head. But I cut it in half. I got it down to one. And then I started doing one every other day. I saved money. A couple hundred bucks here and there. Paid down debt with that money. Took that and put that down on debt. That's what the government has to do. The government has to look at its spending that it doesn't need. And we don't need to be sending money to foreign countries. Again, we'll bring it home. You're sitting with your wife. Honey, we only make 100000 uh, between the two of us. We have all these bills. We're spending 120000 a year. We can't do that. It's killing our savings. 
we have to cut the budget. And then the neighbor comes over and is like, hey, can I get some loot? Fuck you. You can't get no loot. Fuck you. I got to take care of my kids, my wife, me. I got my own bills to pay. I'm not giving you a dime. No one listening, no Democrat, no liberal mutant is sending any money to their neighbor's house. None of you are. So why do we continue to fund and give money to foreign countries? Fuck them and their foreign aid. We have problems here in the United States of America. Take that loot and dump it on our debt. There. Or just don't pay it anymore and keep it. And use it instead of asking for more money. Say, you know what? We're not going to send $3 billion to Afghanistan this year because we're fucking keeping it so that we can fund the government. That's pretty simple. And then start cutting the fat from the budget. Look, look, take a deep look into the budget and look at the things that you can get rid of. How can you save money? How can you cut costs in government? Look at the bad things that you have, the bad policies you have. Start making fucking money with the post office. If Jeff Bezos can make a shit ton of money delivering packages with Amazon, if FedEx can make a shit ton of money delivering packages, if UPS can make a ton of money delivering packages, why the fuck can't we make money with the Postal Service? Why can't the federal government be literal? I, I, I'm, 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 I'm blown away by it. Why can't the federal government figure that shit out or get rid of it? You would save Billions of dollars if you got rid of the post office. Oh, well, the post office runs on its own money. That's what people say. The post No, it doesn't. The post office takes about a billion to four fucking billion dollars a year from the federal budget. They take it from, they borrow it from the Social Security. Of which money doesn't exist. So either get rid of the postal service and keep those funds that you don't have to give to them anymore. Or figure out a way to make the Postal Service competitive with FedEx so that the Postal Service makes money. But that's a problem for a lot of people. Why? Because the Postal Service people are making a shit ton of money. We can't cut those people. We can't We can't have them working for what the wage it really should be. Or the Postal Service can't fucking up the price because no one will pay for it. Well, my connection's getting fucked up again. Though, who knows how well this podcast is going or whatnot, but I don't care. People need to understand it. It's a simple thing with debt. At some point, the United States has to stop printing money. And at some point, the United States has to stop handing money out to people. We cannot spend more money than we make. And raising taxes isn't the answer. Saying, ooh, I have a bad spending habit. Let me out earn it. You can't do that. You'll just spend more money, and you'll want more money from the American people. So I would say this. A one-time only thing. Raise the debt ceiling. With As a part of it, it needs to be said that we are going to cut this. This is going to get cut. That's going to get cut. No more taking in bad debt. And then the next thing would be find a way to get a little more. If, if, if we had to, I don't want to give you a fucking cent. But if we had to, give a little more to just pay down the debt. And I mean the money goes to the debt. Like, I wish there was a way that you could check a a, a little mark on your taxes that says where the tax dollars go. Pay a little bit more down on the debt every single year. And then, you know what happens when we don't have debt anymore? 
we don't need China. China owns more than half of our debt, like 70, 80 something percent of our debt. They own most of our debt. We're down on our hands and knees. Why do you think Joe Biden bends over for China? Because they own our debt. A ton of it. We need to pay them off. We need to get the creditors off our back and we need to become the creditor. We need to get into a position to where we're loaning the money to other countries and holding our thumb over their head, collecting massive sums of interest. That would be another way that the United States could make a little cash. They could loan it to other countries and fucking get it back without letting them default. Instead of giving countries billions of dollars, like for example, giving Afghanistan, I don't know, $50 $50 billion a year for 20 years to build an army that got dusted in 60 seconds. What a gross waste of money that could have been used to pay down debts here in the United States of America. Simple. This country has a major debt problem. And eventually, like the great white shark from, from fucking Jaws, it... Mr. Mayor, you're not going to deal with this until a shot comes up and bites you in the ass. Well, we're not going to deal with our debt problem until we can't pay it anymore. And I know you people know what I'm saying. There are people that are listening right now. There are everyday Americans that do the rat race of trying to keep up with their bad spending habit. They're over leveraged with taxes. I mean, I'm sorry, with debt. I mean, basically as a family, they're insolvent. And there are small business owners like myself that ran their company like an idiot, uh, uh, over-leveraged their company, took on too much debt, and basically become insolvent and basically are running their business just to pay fucking debt off. And people want to give up. They want to walk away. They don't have the will to stay in it to pay off the debt. Now, me, on the other hand, I negotiate with people. I negotiated with all the people that I owe debt. I worked out fair terms and honest with them and saying, hey, this is how long I think it'll take me to pay it off. This is the amount I can afford. My business can afford at this time. And if things change, I'm not going to pay you more. My company needs to make money. We'll agree upon new terms. They'll make a little bit more money on the back end because the loan terms get extended, but they'll get fucking paid off. And I've learned a lesson that I will never put myself in a position as to where I take on more debt than I make profit. Meaning that my interest payments going out will be less than the profit I make. Or vice versa. If I'm making 20% in profits, then I should be paying less than 10% out and interest rates, therefore, I'd still only make 10%. And that still sucks. You need to be way lower than that. But you certainly can't be in a position as to where you're making 20% profit, but you're paying out 25% in debts. Meaning, you would be negative 5% on your profit sheet. It's, it's, it's that fucking simple, people. It really is. And the morons out there, by the way, right now, if you are not getting into a lower interest rate on your mortgage, if you can get into it, do it. If you're at a 4% and you're not getting into something under 3%, you're a fucking chooch. These spitting uh, uh, debt knowledge to you people. Here, simple. We'll wrap it up like this. Let, let's, let's make it real simple. This country has a bad spending habit problem. And the only way we will get out of debt and not be bent over by countries like China, who own most of our debt, is to straighten out our budgets, to run within the means that we have. 
if the United States government makes $20,000 a year, it cannot spend more than $20,000. It should actually figure out a way to spend $10,000 and profit $10,000. Or spend $15,000 and profit $5,000. Or maybe just make uh, 10% of it. Do you know, do you like, what, like maybe make $500. Don't give a fuck. You can't spend more. And it's that easy. Figure out a way to live within the amount of money you make. Stop with the monopoly money. Stop just printing loot. You have to be responsible. Like a person, you have to be like a, a head of a household. As dad, I am the most hated person in my family when it comes to money. Because I don't spend it on stupid shit. Everyone in my family wants stupid shit. Everybody. And I explain to them why they don't need it, why we're not buying it, and why they can wait. For example, everybody, my son has an iPhone. Okay? I, I, I've got no problem with it. I don't live in the Stone Age. I'm not one of those people that, you know, look at their kids like, oh, I can't believe your kid has a phone. You're the same fucking person that when fire was invented, you wouldn't give your six-year-old fire. You'd be like, no, you can't, you're, you're six, you can't have heat. You fucking retard. So, got no problem with my kid having a phone. But he's got the iPhone 6. And it's a hand-me-down phone from me. I have the iPhone 10. What are we at, 13 now? I'll probably, the next iPhone I get will be the, the iPhone 11. I'm, I'm trying to buy cheaper phones. I'll keep this phone. I've had this phone now for like three years or four years. And then my son will get my iPhone when I get a newer iPhone. But I won't be buying the newest iPhone. I don't need it. And I probably won't get a phone until until I've outgrown this one. People just have this problem where they have to have crap. Oh, you come to my house and you'll see a ton of crap. I say this to my wife all the time. If we were to leave, like move, get up and go, I could put everything I own in like two duffel bags, tops, maybe less. I could probably just, I could, I could probably do without the second one. This whole entire house would be loaded with my daughter's shit, my son's shit, and my wife's shit. I don't have anything that I don't fucking need. Nothing. I don't like to waste money. I need money to survive, to pay my family bills, to pay the bills. There are people out there that are that make a million dollars a year and they're broker than I am. Because I spend less money than I make. I live within my means. The United States government needs to live within its means. It's that easy. It is that fucking simple. My son still still doesn't have his Xbox, his new the new Xbox, whatever the fuck it is. I didn't buy that shit for Christmas. He wanted that. I fucking told him straight up. If you want that, you better save your money for it because there's no fucking way I'm buying you something that costs $500 to play video games. You don't need it. But damn! Bro, ain't happening. Dad ain't buying it. And it's not because I'm a dick. Two reasons. One, I don't spend money frivolously. Whatever the word is. Two, Teaches my kid a lesson that he needs to work his ass off if he wants to get something that costs 500 bucks. Now, I was willing to kick him a hundo on it. 
as part of a Christmas gift, even though a buck fifty tops. But it, your, Christmas is one of those things. Christmas is a dagger. Christmas people get tremendous debt on Christmas because they feel like they have to get their kids or their wife something special. Bro, I'm fucking special. Three hundred sixty-five days a year. It's Christmas every month. Christmas every month. Phones paid, cars paid, groceries, electric, gas, mortgage. Merry fucking Christmas. But you all get butthurt. You got to have the special special for my girl. The special special for my kids or they won't fucking love me. You're going to be special special fucking broke. And hurting. And you're going to spend the rest of your life chasing money. Because you'll never out earn a bad spending habit no matter how tr- hard you try the, the the bad spending habit will eventually outrun it will eventually outrun your earnings it will all right guys that's it this country needs to button it up it's i mean it's that simple every single year we raise the debt ceiling and every single year the national debt grows we have to stop this shit we have to find a way to do it cut certain programs Tell Americans to pull up their fucking pants and get to work so that we don't have to give Americans so many subsidies. Stop giving countries aid. Stop it. That's it. We're done. We, we can't give you any money. We have our own problems. We got to eat first. Sorry. And then cut the fat out of, out of the spending. They'll never do it. Congress will never do it. Trump might have did it. I don't, you know what? No, he didn't. I mean, he gave out a shit ton of money for during coronavirus. I mean, he gave out trillions of dollars. It has to stop. We need to elect officials that are going to run this country on a tight budget, or we're going to be in trouble. And everybody's like, all right, people have been saying that for years. Yeah, yeah, well, well, bro, why? inflation. Why do you think we have such inflation? Because we just make money up. We just, we just poof, we need a million, here's a million. You keep doing that, and with the cost of gas and shit like that, Bro, you're going to go into the store, you're going to be paying $15 for a gallon of milk. Your head's going to go, oh, 50 bucks? What the fuck? All right, guys, that's it. God bless. God bless America. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio. Hey, Alexa, play Spazzing Out America's Podcast. Thank you.